This episode of the 520 Collective Show, you never know who is watching, and that is why you should be putting your best effort forward. Also, what would an official Christian rap chart mean for the genre? We're looking at charting systems, potential impact, and what it will take to make it happen. Let's go. Yeah, message heavy, don't prompt show, they not ready, race against the time like four wheels and hands ready, keep it steady, beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth in the light, throw confetti, yeah, message heavy, don't prompt show, they not ready, race against the time like four wheels and hands ready, keep it steady, beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth in the light, throw confetti, just the flip of the watch, it's game time, 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 time. flip of the watch, it's game time, collective listen every day or get robbed i'm kidding <laughs> thanks for tuning in to this episode of the 520 collective show we are being sponsored by kingdom club apparel make sure to check them out at godfirstent.com that's g-o-d the number one s-t-e-n-t.com and grab the latest hoodies tees caps and specialty merch now i recently received my nunya business hoodie and guys i love it the fit is spot on the quality is amazing show your support for kingdom club apparel now while you're hitting up godfirstent.com let's go ahead and jump into this show guys i wanted to i wanted to do a little something a little something uh see if, see if we can't get this rolling and make it a, a an everyday or not everyday an every show thing right and i wanted to bring in a verse of the month man you know been doing a lot of really cool devotionals within the 520 collective family right we got the discord of course and a bunch of us on there we do uh, uh these devotionals all the time right we finish one we start a new one and man we've read through a lot of really good uh not only devotional content but of course great scripture as well man and so the one we've been currently reading there was a verse that really jumped out to me. I wanted to bring it to the show and talk a little bit about it with you guys right now. Uh, the verse is Matthew 6, 34. And this is what it says. It says, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious about itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So, man, there, there's definitely some stuff that jumps out to me. I want to know what's your guys' initial thoughts when you hear that verse. You know when like somebody wants you to do something and they won't stop giving you instructions and then they be like, and after that, I need you to clean up the thing. But then after that, I need you to be like, bro, let me finish the first thing you wanted me to do. But that's that's how that verse reminds me is like I'm taking it one day at a time, taking it one step at a time. And I can only walk with God one, you know, one moment by moment. Worried about tomorrow, it's going to get here. No, let's go. Not just plans, but plans to work. Like some people mm -hmm. actually plan to, <laughs> to be effective <laughs> and, and, and to pout and to, you know, pity party and all of that. Um, what I love about that scripture, though, is I think that it's a cure for anxiety. All right. And so it's not a suggestion that Jesus makes here, but it's he says be. When he says to be he's saying to do something like this is your disposition. This is how you're supposed to act and respond to some of the different things that are going on that you're inspired. You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to, what are you worrying for? If I'm God and I got you, then I've got you. 
And I think sometimes we limit God to just heaven and hell and don't realize that God is like truly concerned about everything that goes on in our lives. So Jesus said, be anxious for nothing. Dude, and if you are listening and you want to weigh in, let us know what you think about this verse. We would love to hear it. Again, we say you can go to Twitter. You can tweet at us. You can go to 520collective.com. Hit us up there. However, but we want to hear your voice. We want to get more people into the conversation because we'd love to hear it. And actually, fellas, we get to do that a little bit right now because with us for this episode is the big dog himself from GH3. MC Nice is in the building. And Nice, I'm going to start it off, man. I'm going to throw it at you, bro. What do you think of the verse? Yeah, It just takes me back all the way back to Jeremiah. God is saying that he has a plan for you, and that's the plan for good so that you should not perish but have an everlasting life. So at the end of the day, if you worried about tomorrow, then you, you, then you worried about the wrong things, right? So the bottom line is he's saying have faith, have belief, and wholeheartedly believe in that. And then the things that's coming towards you or may happen towards you is not meant for you. So when you think about, you know, tomorrow will take care of itself, that's because the plan is already in place for everything to be taken care of as long as you have faith, as long as you have an understanding that God is going to be there for you. So for me, when I when I hear that scripture, I go, okay, I see. So at the end of the day, let me control today. You know what I'm saying? Let me worry about today. And when tomorrow comes, it's going to have its own set of, it's going to have its own set of healing. It's going to have its own set of problems. It's going to have its, if that's, if that's the case, because if I'm walking in faith and I'm walking wholeheartedly at the end of the day, I don't worry. I wake up every day, like my man say, smelling freedom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. MC Nice is in the building, God's House of Hip Hop Radio. Thanks for joining us, man. We're glad you're here. Hey, oh man, you know I'm I'm always rocking with the culture, and you guys are a part, you guys are the culture. So you know what I mean, you know, and that's what and that's the the um the message that has to be sent to everybody that's in the culture. You're the culture. You know what I'm saying? So we all have a voice. And you have a voice, and and I'm love, and I love y'all's voice. Hey man, we we love we love you, yeah man. Indie Christian culture, that's what it's about here at Five Twenty Collective and the Five Twenty Collective show. In case in case someone's not familiar with the story, man, give them a quick rundown, man. Tell them a little bit about MC Nice, man. Well, one, I'm a man of God, have been since I've been born. You know, no matter, even though I had a secular run, but the secular run wasn't. Due to the fact that I wanted a secular run, it was the fact that the church didn't want me to have a Christian rap, gospel rap. So at the end of the day, you know, I started out in Christian gospel rap. If people don't know, one of my mentors was uh, my na- a man named Poetic Lee, who was with Soldiers for Christ, right? So SFC, back in the day, I've been in the music business 30 plus years, right? So, you know, you can do the math that I was out when S- SFC was pushing mixtapes. Or not even mixed. They were selling tapes, you know, cassettes and whatnot. And my man, uh, Poetic Lee, you know, we went to Bible college together. You see what I'm saying? I was, at the end of the day, I was going to be a minister. But, you know, things did, it didn't happen that way in regards to pulpit ministry, but music ministry is what sets me, set me off. So I started with the first Latin rap group in the history of rap music to hit the billboard charts called The Lighter Shade of Brown. You might have heard the records on a Sunday afternoon, Latin Active, Hey DJ, 
you know, we put out the greatest hits in the mid nineties and then I reinvented myself, got with a group called Kansas Cali, where I was the lead rapper. We had a lead singer and we produced Tupac. You see the, uh, uh, you know, um, Thug's Mansion. So if you heard Thug's Mansion, the acoustic version, that's my record. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we did it with Nas and then we did eight motion picture soundtracks. One won an Oscar, a movie called Crash, but you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith too, you know, and, um, and then transcended into animation where, uh, I, I'm one of the creators of a cartoon called The Jams. This is the first African American animated music series on Netflix. You know, so that opened up the doors for a lot of the urban culture that you see on Netflix now when before they wasn't really putting urban things in there. You know what I mean? And so went to that and hooked up with Mark Cuban to do the theme song for the NBA in 2010. Then hooked up with, you know, uh, uh, Prince, you know, and my man, Dr. Fink to do tribute to Prince, uh, a song called Pop Life. He had, well, we redid it and Prince, that was his favorite record ever redid. You know what I mean? It was supposed to be on the greatest hits album. And then obviously my man passed off. And then I hooked up with an actress named Stacy Dash. Everybody know that from Clueless and all this other stuff. And, um, you know, Russell Simmons co-signed us. You know, we, we put out a record together, you know, her, she had a difference of opinion in regards to Obama and black Twitter jumped all on us, you know? And so at the end of the day, they thought it was her record. You know what I mean? But it was my record, so I'm getting smashed for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but had to lay low, came back, um, got with an artist named Suhana Machete. We put out a record, went 13 weeks on the Billboard charts, independent, and God was like, yeah, okay, now that you got all this knowledge, you know, you was an executive over at Warner. You know, you got marketing experience. You got artist experience. I need you to take that to Christian hip hop. I need you to bring that over there and teach our people, you know, so that we can effectively change music because music was changing, right? And so I'm like, yo, wait, hold up, Lord, you, you know the Maybach is coming. What's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, I'm about to go live, live, you know? And God was like, yeah, you're going to live, live with me. You know what I mean? So, I, I, and I was obedient. I came into Christian hip hop. 2017 was my first album uh, called Praise. Single came out called I Got Angels, number one on the Billboard charts. Why well, utilizing the know-how in regards to all that knowledge I learned? Because God was like, they're not going to know you. They're not going to understand you. But, you know, in the end, you know, we will, you know, we will prevail and you would have educated your brothers and your sisters. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Fred Hammond, we did it. He came out, number one record. Then, now the conversation's different. Oh, well, um, we know you got number ones, um, but we can't give you the money you're looking for because Christian rap don't have radio that supports it. Christian rap don't have venues outside of churches that supports it. So how do we, how do we tabulate the actual, uh, people that you bring out? Because when you go to a church, that's already a built-in audience in which the church say, hey, we got zero for hire coming. Um, we need all the kids to show up, whether they like him or not. They coming. Versus in the real world where the labels is going, yo, you want real money? We need to know that you got real people. And that's why I'm here. You know, when they, when they said, hey, Christian rap don't have radio. Christian rap don't have this. Christian rap don't have media. We said, okay, keep your deal. We went and started a radio station, God's House of Hip Hop. 
GH3 Radio. We partnered with Dash Radio, which now has 17 million listeners a month. We're just over a million, right? We became the first Christian gospel rap station in the history of the gospel to win a stellar award, right? And, and even still, it's just like trying to get the culture to understand at the end of the day, you want to, you want that, they, a lot of them want that secular fame. You want that secular fame and a secular name, but still want to claim God. You know what I'm saying? So it's that the, the bottom line is why you want to do all that, right? But then get mad when people call you on it. You see? So at the end of the day, you have to, I always tell them like, yo, you can go over to the secular side, cuss people out and praise God because they doing that over there. But over here, you got responsibilities. It's a moral here. You know what I'm saying? When you, when, yeah, when you say CHH or gospel rap, guess what? You representing everything that embodies being a Christian, everything that embodies being gospel. But then when somebody call you and all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, no, what, what, yo, y'all to this or y'all to that. No, nah, man, you over here, that's what's, that's what's up, you know? Yo, bro, I don't, I don't know you like that, but you just made me love you, uh, made me love you more than I already do. <laughs> yeah, man. For real. I say, man, I, Zero, I, I, I don't know, we, we could probably just cut it off there, man. You right? I mean, that, there it is. Man, you shut right, it down, night, right? Like, Thanks I mean, for watching. I, 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 don't, I don't know if y'all noticed, but our, our guy, he's done a little something, something. That's, a little that's an impressive resume. And I ain't trying to just blow smoke. Like, that's, that's a lot. Right? Exactly, man. And there's, there's some other stuff that I know we're, going to get into as well as, as we get through the show here man what, what's crazy is the fact that 520 collective is here and we're with god's house of hip-hop radio now right and as we were kind of going through this process right and, and you hit us up i, I want to talk a little bit about just how this thing came to be nice like I have a hard time believing in coincidence anymore, right? Uh I feel like God knows what he needs to do <laughs> with all this stuff, right? I mean, I, that sounds kind of like duh, right? But but honestly, um that's where we're at. like I I can't even think, well, man, that just seems you know, awfully random for that to happen. No, it's not random anymore, right? Because you and I, like do you you were actually one of the very first interviews on our show when we first kicked off you know four or five years ago right so we got connected with you we've we've known each other for a little bit but like this didn't happen right away right it, it was you know i think the last couple of years i've actually like kind of hit you up around the beginning of the year like hey can i send you the the newest show let you check it out and you're always like yeah send it to me and then it'd be like nothing i'd be like dang we suck you know that's what that's how that was, uh, but then this year, man, like you know, there's that call. It's like, oh, yo, nice is calling. What's up? And and you know, you came in, you just changed, you just changed the year. You know, we were planning, we were thinking this is how stuff will look, dude. You can't plan stuff, right? So, and, and it just came back around to us. Like you never know who's watching, and it goes back to that uh, to that scripture that tells us, man, everything you do do it as unto the lord right go hard and and you're gonna see the fruits right um 
because you said that to me, right? I, I don't want to like take. I want you to be able to say your words. But I mean, just you know that conversation we had, man. Like I came away from it. I was so excited. I, these guys know. These guys can tell you about the conversations that we had. As soon as I got off the phone, I was like blowing them up. Like, dude, you guess who just called me? You know. Um, but for real, like, but I think that you do a great job of sharing that message and, and inspiring people and giving people that confidence. Wherever it comes to that idea, you never know who is watching. Yeah, you you never know, but I've been watching, right? So here's here's me, right? There's no one voice. Only God's the one voice, right? And we and, and our job is to amplify that, right? So it can't be just one person or one entity or one group of people just amplifying the the voice and dictating, you know, what that voice is. Right. So with 520, you guys represent authenticity. You represent organic. You represent diversity. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you're a representation of the culture with the unified voice of amplifying God's word. Like I said, media is just an opinion. We all got opinions. And and nine times out of ten, it boils down to who's Who's more charismatic in their delivery? Then all of a sudden you gravitate to that person because they said, Lord, with a growl. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Oh, did you hear the way he said, Lord, that shook my soul. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, when I'm listening to 520, I'm like, yo, you guys got real subject matters, right? And, and, you, and, you, and, you, and you balance scripture with, you know, uh, real talk. Nine times out of ten, that's what people want. It's balanced scripture, real talk. That's why Kanye blew up. You know what I'm saying? Kanye blew up because he was just like, look, I'm gonna just give you me, but I'm gonna give you the word too. Because he was giving people the word. He had more Christian in his records than a lot of our Christians. So at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so my man's a, a little weird. You know what I mean? But at the end, but but who he's really being real and authentic, and a lot of cats in the culture is not that. And you guys represent authenticity. You represent organic, and you represent diversity. And your message deserves to be heard. It's funny because uh, you said you never know who's watching. And ever since, like, like two three weeks ago, I was like, well, I guess it's too late to be fake now. <laughs> Can't dial it back. <laughs> they ain't already seen it. But yeah, man, no, like, hey, like, I, I love that you're on here because, you know, you and I have been talking, but man, I wanted to give my guys, I wanted to give Zero and KD the chance not only to get to know you, right, but uh, I want I want them to be able to share some of what this journey has been like for them because I hear it. I want you to hear it, man. Like, what do you guys want to say to Nice about just this whole process, man, on how everything has come together with the 520 Collective Show becoming a part of GH3 Radio. Well, first of all, thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, for real, for real. It's, uh, so, God is undefeated um, when it comes to rewarding His people, right? Um, unfortunately, though, what we do too often is we chase the reward instead of chasing the rewarder. Right. Everybody wants the promise without the process. Right. When we met and we started talking about kind of shifting the course or the direction or the platform, and 
having more of these conversations. I mean, we, you know, we took on some tough topics, you know, last year, man, we just kind of really crushed it. Uh, with some of the stuff that we address, some of the things that were going on in the space, some of the things that were happening in the body, and taking those things head on, no cookie cutter, no clip bait, none of that stuff, right? Came together, we talked, we made sure that the word was the star. We made sure that God and Jesus were center stage. Um, and God started opening doors. And so, you know, that's really a big deal. So ultimately, I mean, again, man, we praise God for his faithfulness. But we're grateful for the opportunity to be able to partner with you, um, partner with GH3, man, um, and just uh, all of the things that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so again, the resume to me is dope, but being able to hear your heart behind where you are and what you're doing and why you're doing, to me, that's way dope. Because at the end of the day, stuff is cool, man. And, you know, people come and go, opportunities come and go. Um, but truly, what you do for Christ is 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 what will last, and ultimately what will count. So I, I appreciate that part of this whole. Thing. Yeah, I'm really moved by um, the stuff you were saying earlier. Um, the things that reflect the church in in the diversity and, in, and the many voices. Uh, because I've I've always been as a Christian, as an artist, as a media person, I've always paid attention to things that aren't like directly in the middle. There's nothing worse to me than a platitude, you know. So I listen to weird music. I listen to commentators other people don't listen to because I want that collection of perspectives so I can have a, a better grasp on the truth. And, you know, win or lose, I want to say that I did what I thought God was telling me to do as best as I could, as best as I understood it, and may his grace fill in the blanks. And I can't worry about, you know, if it's cool or if it's trendy, like... That's why God gave me a wife and kids, you know, so I can be as nerdy as I need to be. I got my wife, my kids, my family loves me. I got my boys online. They care about me. I don't have to worry about trends and stuff. We can just be straight, talk the truth, talk about what we feel like the culture needs to hear and what's important. And, you know, it's funny. Sometimes we we drop some stuff and it turns out there's other people out there that are needing somebody to give them permission to to work through some of these challenges. And I don't ever, I don't want to stand, stand in the way of somebody's development. So to hear what you said about not just GH3, but the vision of the church moving forward in all directions, because that's what really, really what we're supposed to do. We're not just the church of the cool kids. Like we're, we're for everybody, all of God's people. That's encouraging because that means there's a place at the table for everybody. Yeah. That's how actually how it's intended. And that's how it's meant to be. It's just that. When you got people that want to course correct, they change the dialogue. Remember when the Bible was first written, it was written in this dialect. Then they translated into this dialect. Then King James came in and translated into this and then added his things. So as the translation at the ciphering kept coming further and further down, we losing the message and we're only being, we're, we're only being guided by whoever's in leadership that's saying hey now you know the, the you ever seen the whiz he's like yeah. the, the, the the color is now blue <laughs> and all of a sudden everybody's like blue yeah, it's, it's, dope, that, it's that whole thing right <laughs> but there's the symbolism in that in regards to the dictator of richard Pryor being that he was a dictator and everybody swore by that until they found out he was a fraud Satan is the ultimate fraud. So he's going to always, you know, find a way to try to connive and, 
and, and, and, and come in. We just have to be diligent as, as, as servants and, and voice amplifiers to make sure that everybody can hear. What's up? It's Darius again with another round of Wavemaker Picks. This time we're talking March 2023. And let me tell you, it was a great month for indie Christian culture. So make sure to check out 520collective.com for some of the other best drops that I'm not able to mention in this little clip. A few releases that stood out to me include Doomsday Clock, another great single by Namus. Dex the Nerd Who Loves Jesus exploded onto the scene and is pulling no punches whatsoever with The Reckoning. Village King, aka Pedity and Notaverbs, released another great single with Forward Motion. And then finally, two projects that are definitely worth your time are This Is For The Wake 2, and that's spelled T-O-O, by Young C, and then Broken Genius by Trutha. Definitely some of the best of the year. I've been Darius Mullen, you're listening to 520 Collective, and I'll talk at you again next month. And you saw some things that were missing. You're like, hey, we can do this, right? That's something that we can address. And I, I think you're doing the same thing in some other areas, right? That, that's really interesting. And one thing that the culture has talked about for a while whenever it comes to Christian rap is like, hey, you know, we don't have our own charting system. We don't have a way to maybe put a spotlight on the biggest songs in the genre, Right. And, you know, you, you kind of, as, as you and I were talking, we, we, you, you let me know, hey, it's coming. It's coming, right? I've, I've talked to a few other people that I think want to, you know, explore that path a little bit as well. But whenever Nice tells me it's coming, I'm like, okay, so here we go, right? And I don't think we're letting any cats out of the bag at this point. Well, I want to be able to talk about this Christian rap chart with you. You know, we kind of put out some polls on our Twitter account. We put out a poll through our newsletter that went out and asked some questions just to get some feedback from the people, man, to see, okay, where, where's the pulse of the, of the culture currently at, man? And, and I'm going to read some of these questions to you, give you kind of their response. And then I want to hear your take on it and kind of your process as you've been working through this idea of putting this chart together right so the first question that we asked was do you think christian rap needs an official charting system and so this went to twitter and to our newsletter through substack our, our readers there and honestly they're not that far off i mean twitter 69 percent said yes 31 percent said no substack was 75 and 25 man so not that far off from each other so let's start there one because i already know your answer you're on the yes side why does christian rap need an official charting system and how does that make you feel hearing that the overwhelming majority are behind it i think because we have a lot of rappers that leave for the secular side right and a lot of them be like yo you see my album mid-out so drake you see my song, we, you know, I'm number 12 on the iTunes charts. I'm number so-and-so and such-and-such. So at the end of the day, the artists value that, right? So why don't, you know, so for me, it's like at the bottom line is, why don't we, why don't we big up ours? Um, I was talking to uh, one of my, uh, 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 Shani, she's like my business partner. Christians is paying 10000 to go see Beyonce in concert. A thousand to go see Beyonce in concert, but yet 
when it comes to us, we want freemium stuff. Oh, uh, oh, if it ain't $25, oh, it's too expensive. But at the end of the day, you're a Christian, right? So I think when we create, it's about creating value for the culture, right? So when you create magazines, that's value. We got now, we got, what, four radio stations? That's value because every one of us is playing stuff different, right? So we got media, that's value as far as magazines. So when you create a charts, and the charts is not just what I think, it's going to be all the overall of who's playing what, you know what I'm saying? And who's actually, you know, is, is rising up out of that. That's actually getting sustainable play that we can say, yo, you can be mad, but this is what's on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Radio yeah. still matters. People, Spotify is nothing but a, not a commercial free radio. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, if, if not, if, or it's got commercials, but you still listening. You know what I'm saying? So you listening to Pandora, you're listening to uh, 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 Apple. It's still music. Now, if they took all those platforms away, then what? Then what? Yep. And then you got all the, the metrics of it is the important part. If you got those metrics, you, you can't just go game Spotify and be like, look how popular I am because we, we can see you now. No, we had that, believe it or not. We had, uh, even with 2020 Summerfest, we had an artist get upset that that artist wasn't a, uh, a headliner and, and gave us the metrics of Spotify. And we was like, yeah, but you not, you haven't been in California. You haven't been on radio in California. You haven't did no concerts in California and you getting upset. So, you know, you're right. The metrics is that. So our metrics is going to be based on what everybody's playing and doing a consolidated, you know, analytics on this is who's rising out of that. This is a good one, two punch. Cause now there's also, there's no excuse to say, well, there ain't no Christian radio. No, we got GH3. We got the platforms. So submit, you got the submission process, put it out there and then we see how it performs. So really there's no excuse. Real fast. It's just all go out there and, and have some fun and do your thing. Yeah, but the thing, here's what people fail to realize is that they're leaving money on the table by not submitting. Right? So not only, not only do you, not only do you, hey, get an opportunity to hit the charts, but even if you don't hit the charts, but because your record is playing, that's money that's being paid out that you're not collecting because you didn't license your music properly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shout out to the music, the uh, musicrc.com where you can go license your music. I mean, not license, but register your music so that you can get that licensing money. I'm, I'm going to just give you an example. So I was in Las Vegas and there was this dude who was like, um, I ain't in it for the money. I ain't in it to do this. You know, I'm just, you know, I just want to uh, rap for the Lord. But yet you if you're not in it for the money, then just give your records away. Right. Mm. Because at the end of the day, this is a, the music business is the music business and somebody's collecting off of your music business. So if you if you if you're submitting to Spotify, if you're submitting to this, guess what? They got to pay. And if your information ain't correct, then you're not getting no money. So you might as well just give the records away. So I always say if, if, if at the end of the day, you you know, God didn't say you couldn't make no money. Thanks. He didn't say that. And at the same time, you got others making money off of you, but because you want to be holier than now and say, oh, here's my, no, I'm just giving it away. Then don't complain when somebody make a buck off you. 
True. You see? So that's why I would say if you ain't in it, if you ain't in it, when once you say, hey, I'm going to sell my records, that means you're I'm saying, hey, I want to make money off of my records. There's no, I mean, that's just the way it is. And then at that point, it becomes the music business. Where your publishing got to be straight. Yeah. Right? Where your ISRC codes, your your contracts got to be straight with the writers and the producers. and the, Because guess what? All of them got to get paid too. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna go to a producer and be like, yo, let me get this. Guess what? The lease beats, they be like, they leasing them because they want to own the rights because when that money's made, it's coming back to them. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. KD, you're, you're an artist, man. Like, tell me, like, what would it mean for you to wake up and, and find your name, your record on a chart, especially one that is you know handled by you know like like a gh3 like an mc nice right like what does that mean from the artist perspective that the genre has that recognition in place for artists so by us for us should always still be our first um kind of point of celebration and recognition you know what i'm saying like you should want to get it at the crib first before you get it somewhere else. Even though, you know, we know Jesus said a prophet's without honor in his own home. This goes down to a lot of this stuff, right? <laughs> and so this is why a lot of cats leave. You know, Kanye didn't pop until he left Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Same thing, Common. Talk about the same thing. Common went out to LA and that's when everybody started hearing about Common. Before then, he was common sense. You know what I'm saying? And then he had to change his name. But y'all didn't know that because he was local kind. I'm in Chicago. So, you know, these are guys that I grew up in around. You know what I'm saying? So you would like to get it at the crib first. You would like to get it from people who understand what you do and can appreciate what you do. But kind of like my question is, is, is this because nice you even mentioned you see a lot of artists like leaving this place. And by default, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, there's a lot of individuals who are leaving the faith as they leave the space, um, searching for that additional, that audience, that approval, that acceptance, right? Do you think having a chart structured this way, which I think is dope, and, and again, just listening to your heart behind all of this stuff is super important. And I don't think you have to throw away ministry just because you're getting into business. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus, Paul talks about the minister eating and living off the ministry. So if you are doing this for ministry, then yeah, there's a way to do this where God can set you up. Residual income is not a sin. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not a bad thing to get checks in the mail. Whoever said that? You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I think it's a way that you do it. I just think that we don't, we're not educated enough from the spiritual side and then from the, the principal side of how to apply that stuff. But do you think a chart would be enough do you think the hometown recognition from the home team will be enough to keep some of these guys because ultimately at the end of the day a lot of this it comes down to being a heart matter but we should want the recognition from us from here from home that means we, you know there's a little bit more unity you know we like to complain about not having the unity if we get this recognition from home there's a little more unity there's more people that are supporting there's more folks who are fighting with us then they are fighting against us. And we got to be willing to recognize that. So do you think like having a chart would 
would be enough. Yeah, um, clarification though. Um, so, one, your heart has to be in it from the jump. So I'm yeah. saying in regards to from the ministry side of things, meaning that if you're coming in and your job is like, I just want to, I just want to spread God's word, but you don't want no money. You know what I'm saying? But yet you complaining about, oh man, I got to keep putting these tapes out. Oh, I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, there's, there's some type of spendage that's happening to facilitate mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? And yeah. so for me, it's just a matter of, don't quit saying you don't need the money. You actually need the money to keep putting out product, right? right. So, in that sense, but back to your question. The question is, it, it, so it's not just the chart. It's the cultivation of everything. It's the festivals. It's the magazine media. It's the world that, it's the world in our world that they search it for outside of our world. Yeah. So nine times out of yeah. ten, when a secular dude is going secular, I don't know if his whole heart was actually in it to begin with. I just yep. think that, you know, the bottom line, it was like, okay, maybe I might be able to jump here and then get a little buzz here and then move over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Or, or NF. I mean, you know, he buzzed here and then once People he got on the major, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know what I mean? So I don't know where his heart is. I ain't going to speak ill of that, but I'm just saying at the end of the day, he started here. You know what I'm saying? And he's, and that, and he's still trying to get acceptance over there. So, you know what I mean? So, right. Yep. So in this case, I believe the reason it's important is because it's a part of the big skit, the bigger thing where it's saying, Hey, we love you. And here's ours. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you yeah. get the type of hours and still crave that, then where is your heart? Facts. I agree. I just want yeah. to hear you say it, bro. So that yeah, no, it's I, not saw it. I just want to hear you say. It. You just want to set the <laughs> ball on the tee for right quick. It should be dope for us to be able to do something like this, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 it's not settling. Like this doesn't make it weak because oh, you popped in the kingdom, but don't nobody in the world know your name. Is is that terrible? Is that so terrible? Like, is that well, so disgusting? I, like, I think it, I think it's terrible in the sense that we have more people in the kingdom that are out that that that, that are not that are yeah. that are superseding the world. So, if the kingdom supports truly supports the kingdom, yeah. then we will have major stars. That's you man. Look, listen, you hitting a bunch of nails on the head, bro. Like, <laughs> but but again, you even alluded to it earlier. Like, why are you paying all this money to go see Beyonce? Right. You know how many dope artists we have in the kingdom? But what's one of the first things you hear people say? Oh, well, I, 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 we don't make this type of music. That's a lie. There are so many super cold artists that you just don't, you don't want to do the research. So you Facts. want to settle for what's comfortable and what makes sense to your flesh. So I'm like, man, I'm going to go out here and I'll spend a gang of money to go see people who care nothing about my soul. Well, you know, it gets even deeper than that. At the end of the day is, where are our gospel networks that are putting uh, money into, you know, the situation? Because guess what? If, if we had a gospel network that was spending money like BET or spending money like MTV or spending money like CBS, Fox and all of them in gospel or Christian rap, then we wouldn't have to, it, it, they would be looking at us going, Oh, I need to do a gospel record. Well, guess what they doing right now? Gospel records, DJ Khaled, Snoop, you know what I'm saying? Like all of them now because they, they realize that over here, and I'll tell you, I'm going to just leave you with this. Over here, they have to do that because licensing is now saying we don't want secular rap. We want 
the Christian rappers. Yeah. Why? Because their music is clean, their music is clear, and so that's where they see all these Christian rappers getting the bag over there. So they're like, yo, we need to change up the structure of our money. God did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, God's plan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? And so, you know, that's what it boils down to. So in regards to these charts, the reason why it's going to, you know, the reason why it's one of the components, because there's multiple components, but it's one component that we can say, look, this is what's actually buzzing in the culture. And guess what that does with the culture? It motivates these dudes to go, oh, I need to get on that chart. I need to go service holy culture. I need to go service soul flow. I need to go service God's house of hip hop because I want to be seen. I guess my next question, and it kind of goes into the, the, the second question we asked on the poll as well. But like I, like I said earlier, you know, I, I've talked to several people who wanted to do a chart, who said we need a chart. But yet it hasn't been able to get off the ground. But yet here's MC Nice, here's GH3 getting this thing off the ground. Before I get into the poll question and let you respond to that, first let's just start like how how did you make sure that hey, this is more than just a good idea, this is something that needs to happen? And and where are we just in the process, you know, at this point, whenever it comes to the, the, the charting system? Yeah, it's just about putting a system in place that can gather the analytics from all other sources, right? So understanding what holy culture plays, understanding what soul flow plays, understanding what all these different entities that are representations of CHH, gospel rap, and Latin Christian hip hop, and, you know, consolidating those things and say, yo, these are the records that are garnering, you know, the, the, the spins. You know, hopefully that doesn't taint it where other people are going to these rec- radio stations and going... Well, here, let me pay this fee, you know what I'm saying, to, to get it. You know, it starts with us going from a, from a, just an honorable situation going, yo, this is what's playing. You know what I mean? And then hopefully that motivates artists, you know, to go, okay, I need to really broaden my marketing, broaden my servicing. You know what I mean? And then when you do that, you create healthy competition. But at the same time, now you're getting people structured in the sense of they're getting a business together. So you take it from there, right? And you got to deal with the whole, you know, this is a, a cool idea, but yet we need to move beyond, well, this is a cool idea, right? We need it to be something that the culture does indeed get behind, right? And so I really want to get your thoughts and your response to this other the, the second question that we asked on our twitter poll and this was the one like i was like okay whenever i put a poll out right whether it's poll survey whatever i always try to throw a question in there where i'm like what's that one question that if it's going to get pushback this is the one that is, is going to get that pushback right and this was the one i kind of thought okay we're going to see how people come come at it from this uh the question was would an official christian rap chart add a level of legitimacy to the genre right and so i think whenever I was like, okay, let, let, let's address the legitimacy factor. I think you're going to get a lot of people coming out. No, it's legit. Look at what we do. This, that, 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 blah, 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 right? But the overwhelming majority, 75%, actually came back and said, yeah, if we had charts, that's going to help legitimize what we're doing in Christian rap. Like, what's your response to that, man? Do you view it as a, a legitimizer? I don't know if that's a real word or not, but does it add that does it take it up a notch whenever it comes to how legitimate the genre is? Yeah, especially when it's for the culture, by the culture. Like my man KD said earlier, 
for us by us right when it's for the culture by the culture you can't how you gonna dispute that like we from the culture the entities that are uh, that are being used to de- to to uh, determine this is from the culture. So, what you gonna get mad at the culture because they don't pick your favorite artist? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nine times out of ten, that's what it boils down to. Right now, is they not picking your favorite artist versus this ain't a, this ain't something you pick. This is a- analytics. This is data. You know what I'm saying? This ain't oh the favorite artist of the week. This is hey Bizzle's being played three hundred times a week. This is where he ranks. But Lecrae is being paid, they're being played, you know, thousand times a week. And this is where he ranks. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, that's the way the system works. You know, if you're going to be mad at the system, then, you know, then I don't know. You might need to check your whole understandings. I think that something that that does is it cuts a lot of uh, the dead weight off, cuts out a lot of the fat. When you hear a song you like, you want to hear it again. And when you as a fan can say, play that again. You contribute to the culture, and that that you know that propels the good music that that you collectively want to see. No, I just I think that levels actually the playing field. You know what I'm saying? Like it does give everybody the chance. But are you going to do what it takes to kind of throw your hat in the ring? You know what I'm saying? Like it's fair, and then two, it's not necessarily the same popularity part. I, don't, I can't say it's not a popularity poll, but it's not the same popularity poll where you're sending this out to all your people and your people are voting and then here you go. And whatever you did could still very well be terrible. You know what I'm saying? This is a different, like this is, if you want to talk about like good popularity, that's not based on being popular, but it's based on quality and what you bring to the table. Like this would kind of fit that criteria. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. This is a process that you can't really complain about because, again, the criteria for submission is the criteria to be a part of this is the same for everybody. Are you going to meet the criteria? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, rubric, it's really that, that is, is it, that yeah, the rubric has to be balanced. So, yeah, you can go, hey, 10 percent popularity. You know what I'm saying? If you want to do that. But the weight in regards to popularity is based on who. You know what I'm saying? And so for us gathering the analytics saying you can you can go vote for whomever you want a million times this is what the analytics say you know what i'm saying and you can't you, you can't dispute that you can't let's say uh women men, men and women lie numbers don't like that's real fact you know what i'm saying so you know if if that's the case then that's the case i mean think about it i belong to the grammy right i'm on i'm a grammy member and I, you know, I'm in the voting process. Grammys is actually supposed to be based on the sound and quality of your album. Is the lyrics right? Are the sound great? You know what I'm saying? And if that was, the, if it was a popularity vote, Beyonce would have won album of the year and not Bonnie Raitt. In, in Christian hip hop, not only do we have to, um, we, we, you know, we create this system, but we have to actually hold the system accountable as leaders of the culture, right? So it starts it really at the top with you know a holy culture, ourselves, 520, track stars, whomever is in uh, the crew, uh whoever's involved, it's the fresh leftovers. It starts with us being real about it. When you submit a record to GH3 one, it has to sonically sound right. How do I look playing a a a, a, a record that don't sound right right after a Lecrae record would actually is being beaten through the roof? Then 
now the, the, the quality drops off and now we being looked at as oh you just a mediocre station versus no sonically you have to sound right right and then um and then two you have to have all your registration and everything in process to make that happen so i think what this is going to do is is going to help sculpt a, a whole uh new artist in regards to uh I need to do this. I need to do that in order for me to be here, 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 and here. Well, and, and KD, like KD, the, the thing you were saying a minute ago, man, I want you to take it a little bit deeper, just a little bit deeper, man, because what I heard you saying was, you know, something that I've been thinking about with this whole thing, right? Like, not only you know, people can't just say this is cool and they can't just say that this is something we need. But what we see happening too often within Christian hip hop is people say, okay, cool. You guys want this? We're going to do it. And then they spend the time, they put the effort in to put this in place. And then there's zero support. It's like, where is there? Where, where are the people that said they want this? Right. I, I think you were kind of talking about that a little bit, man. Go, go a little bit deeper on that side of it. Well, I'm going to say this because sometimes um, new things come with sticker shock, right? You, you don't realize what you guys are paid to actually drive the vehicle. You know what I mean? Um, one thing that people need to realize, though, about platforms and outlets, if your platform and outlet is to grow, it doesn't grow by playing the homies just because they're the homies. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have to understand what happens is that the perception that comes across it that when you're looking at the fact that, oh, they play only neighborhood cats. And it doesn't matter whether the quality is. And so the, nice when you just talk about, you know, the mixing the mask on the record, if it's not industry quality, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, you, you record it in your bathroom, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I can't put that on the radio behind this because now it takes away from the quality of the product, right? Overall, comprehensively, it's like, Okay, quality, 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 instead of quality, not quality, quality, not quality. Like, we have to understand, but then we'll turn around and these are the same people who will complain about the platform to complain about lack of exposure, and lack of opportunities. Oh, you know what? Let me run over here and do something else. It, 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 it can't, it doesn't work like that and it can't be expected to work like that. So I think it's unfair. Um, and, 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 and then too, you will have a lot of those individuals. Yo, this is dope. This is a dope idea, bro. You know what I'm saying? When you're going to do something, keep me posted. Hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Drop the link. Let me know. Send it to the website, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. But again, where's the effort behind it? Because once you get all of that information, once you get the criteria, once you know what it takes and what's required, the rest of that stuff is supposed to be simple, right? So I think part of what this does as well is that we can't, and we've talked about this, we can't necessarily touch on the heart, but we can retrain a mindset. I think about being an artist and seeing like, okay, there's the opportunity. That's what I need to be able to partake in this opportunity. And then setting aside your time to make sure day by day, you got those things in place. And then, you know, you Goku, you just put it in. You say, I'll take my shot and see what happens now because you put in the work. There's a lot of songs that ain't worth that, man. A lot of songs are just like the. And there's a lot of there's a lot of submissions we get that I don't even put on. And I listen to every single song that come in the GHB radio. And people and people, you know, there's some haters out there that be like, "Oh, nice, just being this, that, and the third. I'm like, 
you put your record next to Lecrae or Bizzle or Derek Miner and tell me that this record really goes hard like that. Like, be honest with yourself. You know what I mean? Or when I write you back and be like, hey, I like the idea of the record, but I think you need to go to an on beat and get the music remixed or go to whatever uh, engineer or music or, or um, mastering company that Lecrae and them uses or whomever to make sure that your record is up to par at least for us to give it a shot. Do I know hits? No, but I know sound. I know what sonically sounds right. And then at the end of the day, if you sonically sound right, we're going to give you a shot. And then who knows? Because at that point, it's up to the listeners to be like, yo, we want more of that. And I think with uh, with the cultures that you got everybody think they dope or everybody think they unique. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's like you can be all these things. You can think all these things. But is your records competitive to uh, to be up on these platforms? I'm a, I'm a managing editor for Rise Magazine. We're getting ready to introduce a thing called Three Crowns. So Source Magazine had the five mics. We're saying three crowns, meaning that one crown is good. Two crowns is, is, is great. Three crowns is a classic. No crowns is just gems. I think at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? We need to start being honest with a lot of these artists that got these records, you know what I mean? And it ain't gonna just be me, it'll be where we go to a collection of different people and get that are, are what we deem uh, real people that actually can give their opinions on records and say, hey, what do you think about the beat? What do you think about the lyrics? What do you think about the overall message? Because these are what goes into making sure that you have a solid record. Yeah. A lot of artists don't do that, you know? Right. So. In order for them to be held accountable, we have to have systems put in place that's going to hold them accountable. Accountable, whether it's the charts, whether it's a rating system for their albums, whether it's uh, you know, what I'm saying media giving them, you know, media training because a lot of them don't even have media training, right? And so it's a whole lot of things that's got to be put in place so that they can work. I love how you talk, bro. I love. It. Yeah. So my my question, nice, is whenever well, one, I mean. Is, is are the charts in place? Like, like, are they rolling? What, what we, where's, where's the status on on the charts at this point? Yeah, the charts are being. We're still gathering the, the, the how we're going to work the analytics, right? Because we have to see who's spinning, how they spinning, what's being reported. Because this is, this is all new, right? And so we don't want to, we don't want to come out and just flood the system and be like, because we're trying to get it out real quick. Yo, we the first. No, we want to make sure that the analytics is straight where people can't come back and be like, yeah, but I don't know, that suspect, though, I don't know. No, it'd be like, no, this is what it is, and these are the facts behind it. Yeah, so so with it, man, whenever everything's ready, it's good to go. What are we looking at as far as, like, how often those charts are updated? Like, what's that schedule look like to you? Like, like, like what's the plan there? I think we're going to do bi-weekly to begin with. Just so we can get an understanding. I think uh, if it's bi-weekly, then that gives people the opportunity to go, oh, this is a new system in place. Let me, let me, you know, get my stuff together. You know what I mean? Uh, because if we came out with a weekly chart, then you'll have one dude that's sitting at the top for like 12 weeks, 13 weeks, because, you know, um, because he under, he done already understood the system. So he's gaming the system by, oh, let me go to SoFlow. Let me go to, you know, five, you know, 520 and uh, get my records position. 
Well, I don't know if this will help you in that process and that thinking, but the last question we asked on our Twitter poll was, you know, there's a chart in place. How often are you willing to check it, you know, as a supporter? And man, 48% came in and said that they would check it weekly. 36% said monthly and 16% said quarterly. So I know we're probably not looking at a quarterly chart anyway, but we threw that option out. Like just from those responses, like what do you make from that data right there? Well, I make that people actually going to check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's start there. Like, okay, this is going to matter, right? Now it's a matter of credibility once those charts are, you know, released. It's like, okay, is this credible based on who they like? And, you know, there's a lot of people that would be like, yeah, well, I don't think so-and-so should be number one. Well, then, you know, uh, so-and-so needs to get on this marketing game. So-and-so needs to get on this radio game. You know what I mean? So I think it's going, once the credibility is there and the integrity is there, and you already got people that want to check. So they'll check the first month or two. And then if the credibility, if the credibility is there and the integrity is there, then it becomes consistent all the way down. Zero, man, you've been kind of quiet, man. How, how you feeling? Are you, are you, I mean, you're an artist too, man. I'm the only one on here that does. I'm taking music. it all in. I'm judging the winds here because I'm like, I, at the first part of this conversation, I was like, oh, and then I'm going to send this song and then I'm going to do that one. And now I'm like, uh, maybe I need to call up my boy and see if he can mix some of these stems down a little crispier for me. Cause <laughs> I don't know. We're going we gonna to play this game, though. We're going to see what happens. But that's my point exactly. If you If you can't put your record next to a Lecrae and it bang the same way, then it's like, what are we doing? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because when it comes to our station, that's who you being compared to. When we listening to records and we're going, okay, boom, we got the Lecrae, boom, we got the Miles Minute, boom, we got the Zero, but it goes like this. So now people got to turn their volumes up on their car and, you know what I mean? And yeah, now we got problem. problems, right? So, and then when the next song comes in, it comes in, we're here, now they got to go, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's that's what it boils down to is having the integrity as an artist for yourself to go okay for me to present myself in the best light i have to have my tools right hey that wrong right so but <laughs> bars <laughs> come on with it you've been true. doing that all night though yeah. yeah so but that's what it boils down to to be honest tap in with us again 520collect.com check us out on twitter at 520 underscore co that's C-O. And let us know, man, how you feeling? You excited for these charts? You loving what NICE is doing? You loving what's going on at GH3? Get in, make your voice heard. Yeah, man, NICE, dude. Appreciate you, man. We love you here at the show. And, and I know this won't be the last time you swing through and hang out with us. At least hopefully not. Uh, maybe we got a few more episodes in. But thanks for, thanks for just hanging out on this show, man. Yeah, uh, man, definitely most appreciative of that, you know, uh, always say man uh i said for any great achievement someone has to be the first to do it why not you also strive for perfection so that you limit your mistakes you're not perfect people the plug my man man <laughs> kd zero let's run around the horn man what you got to say before we sign off thanks for coming out god bless you good night yeah we love you guys see you on the next one we will be back soon here at the 520 Clip Show, GH3 Radio. Let's go.